<laughs> you're hitting here. Hitting buttons. Hitting you're, buttons. You're hitting buttons. This Technical morning. difficulties. <laughs> you're listening to Londart Radio here on Little Rally Radio, listener supported, and uh, back in the studio is Benny Mac. Good morning, Ben. Good morning, Jacob. How are well, you? I'm wonderful. Thank I'm you. a bit punch drunk. How about you? Uh, I will be. Yes. <laughs> very, very, very shortly. <laughs> It's a, it's a well. We had a stormy ass day yesterday, but it's a beautiful Sunday. It is. It's, quite it's lovely really. Up. It's like perfect. So what? The past two weeks has been hot as balls, and I know I just dropped two curses right there in the last two. A family sentences. program. <laughs> <laughs> but it's because I'm here. I have that effect on It's just because Joel is here. But it's nice and pretty outside. It's spring. This is what spring is supposed to be. It's supposed to be cool in the evenings, 45 to 50, and then 70 to 75 in the day. And that's spring. I, I concur. And, and the summer should be in the 80s. And, and the summer should be in the 80s, and that's it. That's it. But we know we are heading in, well, we are in that sweet spot of spring right now. The leaves are out. Everything is green again. Uh, we're fixing to have graduation and all that stuff. I mean, everyone's sort of rushing to the end of the school year and everything People like that. People walking around the Arboretums. People walking the Arboretums. Uh, People watching season is back. Whether you like to look at the ladies or like to look at the gentlemen, that stuff is back. It's really nice. I mean, it's a it's it's a it's a nice time of year. It is Raleigh's best look. It really is. It really is. So yes, let's introduce our guest here. It's our buddy Joel Frady. He's a super fan for the Carolina Hurricanes. We are going to be talking about Hurricanes today because woo, they're in the playoffs, baby. Playoffs, baby. Yeah. Yeah, because we do talk about what <laughs> deliberately Deliber- deliberate leisure here in the city of Oaks, and of course, that that has to include the Carolina Hurricanes. It's the only way to keep summer from coming too quickly. That is true. Is, as long as they're winning, we're going to be okay. <laughs> yeah. well, and like every round they win buys you two more weeks, like of of like something to watch before it's it's just baseball. All you know, summer. you know what, and I don't mind baseball. I like baseball, and, but you're right. It is. I mean, baseball is a pastime. Yes, it is a sport, but it's mainly a pastime. You you go and you watch, and it's. We could talk about baseball. All well, the way. baseball is anticipation. Well, I also it's, find it's, it just it's harder it's to get excited. Holding your breath, waiting for the moment, waiting for the moment versus hockey, and. Well, just generally speaking, there's just so many baseball games that yes. like each one has significantly less value. Like, yes, I, I find it harder to get excited for a baseball game. Right, right. Kind of like, kind of like an early season NC State basketball game. Yeah, like something about UNCA just doesn't make me like <laughs> think like we're gonna have some fiery competition today. <laughs> You know, or Princeton, you know, like, if things are going poorly in baseball, you can see the outfielders thinking about dinner. <laughs> Do I want a steak? Maybe taco. <laughs> that sushi last night's giving me the rumbling guts. <laughs> the guy out in center field's going, I got the, oh shit, there's the ball. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, yeah, yeah, but hockey, man, hockey—it's visceral, it's it, it's it, it's fast-paced. You don't you don't know where the puck is, but you see guys going after it, and you know it's there. <laughs> well, 
the beauty of technology is at least we know where the puck is. Now. Yes, that is true. Um, I actually told people back when like high definition TV first started oh, yeah. that hockey was where I saw the difference. I'm like, sure, yeah. the movies look a little bit better, yeah. and sound a little bit better, but like on the old CRTs. I never knew where the puck was. No, nobody did. When Fox yeah. picked up the NHL contract, that was their big gimmick, was that they would animate the puck to make oh, it Oh, we remember that year. <laughs> oh, we remember the dot year. That was one year. One year with the red dot. The, the, the red zoomy. The red zoomy. It was, the it nation's was catch of... went nuts. <laughs> they did. And also the NHL went nuts because it was kind of expensive. Yeah. And those cup pucks kept going into the stands. Oh, serious? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the, the, this wasn't like like super duper motion censoring technology. There was literally a chip in the puck. Oh, serious? Yeah, so oh, there was something for so that, it to follow. And, yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Fascinating. So, what is the etiquette when when a puck comes into the stands? Is pay it like, attention. Is it like? <laughs> no, yeah. yeah. Be paying attention. Yeah. Um, you do not want to get hit with the puck, but um, it's your puck when you catch it. Yeah. Yeah. They, they don't ask for it back like in football. <laughs> well, that's good. That's good. How often does that happen? Because I know they've got the high walls, the high glass around there. A couple times a game. Really? Uh, generally speaking, like uh, it, it'll happen when like someone hits a hard shot or a hard pass and someone deflects it. Yeah. And it'll just kind of go straight up. Okay. And just goes, boop, boop. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Good deal. But mm-hmm. there's, there's only netting around the end zones. So sometimes oh. it'll, it'll kind of pop up. On the sides, uh-huh. where it takes less for it to get into the crowd. Okay, okay, but that makes sense because all the action really are happening in the end zones. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. Well, especially in terms of like like your really hard shots. Yeah, hard hard shots. Yeah. Cool. Good so, deal. are the end zones completely ignorant here? I might have seen the Mighty Ducks, and I've seen <laughs> and I've seen the excellent uh, Werner Herzog documentary uh, Red Army. Which have you seen that yet? I have not. It's it's um all about the uh, Soviet Union deciding that the their hockey team needed to become a propaganda army. Oh my. Uh, at the same time, um, they're struggling with the fact that this might be making them look weak that they are switching to the NHL rules of play. Uh, so it's it's worth seeking out. Well, anything he does, just <laughs> listening to him talk, like he could tell me about his breakfast and I'd be like, keep talking. That voice is wonderful. I had... Some mucilage and yogurt for breakfast. <laughs> and then my wife brought me the coffee, and it was very good. It was very good. But Let is, me is the end zone you... the uh, red line to the blue line, or what is oh, the, no, what the, is the end zone? That'll be inside the blue line. So, um, the... You know more than you're letting on, Jacob. I've seen <laughs> the word Herzog documentary. <laughs> <laughs> that was the yeah, tip. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the two offensive ends, you, you have your goal kind of in the middle, a few feet away from the back wall, so you can go behind it as well. Um, but yeah, the, the the blue line is the line about a, a third of the way from one end that uh, that designates the, the offensive zone, mm. and uh, and you you can't go over the line before the puck does. And it's both skates can't go over the line before the puck does. That is does. correct. That is correct. They they have this down to to an art where they are literally <laughs> just straddling one on the, the the proper side. Serious. And just waiting it's for that puck that to come way. over. And, and just as soon waiting as it for does, the... that 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 put that foot pivots and they're right in. Wow. Yeah. Holy cow. Holy cow. Well, so, I mean, there's there's so much just technical precision just constantly going on. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
Is that why we're so good at it here in the Triangle or in Rome? Well, currently we're so good at it because money. Like I, I don't yeah. mean yeah. it to sound that simple, but it kind of is that simple. Like everything goes back to five years ago when the the team changed hands. Our old owner, uh, Carmenos, was cheap. Like there's a salary cap and a salary floor, and we spent the salary floor, and we won forty percent of our games every year for ten years, and it was misery. Yeah. Um, because he was cheap, like with the, the way the profit sharing goes on, he was making a profit. So he didn't matter. He was just making. He was making. He was getting yeah. his. He, he was making money, and like by the end of so the, he was basically moneyballing himself rather than moneyballing the team. Yes, yes. Well, much like the the Oakland A's or yeah. the Columbus Blue Jackets or the Seattle Mariners. I mean, there are teams that do this in every sport that don't make the playoffs very regularly because they're cheap. The Marlins. Yeah. Wow, uh, and we were we were one of those teams, and then the new owner comes in, billionaire Tom Dundon, and um, he wants to win because winning is fun, and people show up when you win. He uh, he specifically didn't like how low scoring the losses were. He was like, "Listen, we're gonna we're gonna score more goals. Like if I'm gonna lose, I want it to be five four, not two one. Yeah. So at least I had a good time." Uh, and sure enough, like as soon as he took over, he uh, he made the the smartest call he made was hiring Rob Brindamore as the head coach and giving him an opportunity as he's been a godsend. Yeah, Ron like, Brindamore was on the Stanley Cup team, correct? That's correct. In 20, 20, uh, 2005. Five, 2006. 2006. He was well, on the 2005-2006 season. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah. yeah, he was on the uh, – yeah, he was captain of that team and then and then brought him back as, as head coach. So you've, well, got, you've got some royalty there. you got some connections. He was with us the whole time. Oh, really? Yeah, he was in operations for like – all the years in between, after he stopped after he playing. playing, yeah, and when he took over as head coach, well, yeah, shit, no, he I was, didn't he know was, that he was with the Carolina Hurricanes in the front office. So he was just sitting up there, just doing nothing, making oh, he was money. President of hockey operations, interesting, or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, but, <laughs> but it's also nice to see somebody love. Not only the sport, but love the home that they built themselves um, through the, and, and loved by the fans too. Yes, well, he's uh, he's loved by the fans in two cities. Uh, oh, really? Philadelphia still loves him. Really? <laughs> he goes to Philadelphia. He goes and, to and they don't games? boo him. <laughs> they don't boo they him. Don't, they don't boo him. His his um his jersey's in the rafters in Philadelphia. Okay, he had like seven or eight great years there. Yeah, so yeah. it's, it's yeah. one of those games where. The uh, the Flyers is that Philadelphia? So yeah. the Flyer fans are like, well, no matter what, we win today. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we got to see Ron. <laughs> well, so it's fa- fascinating you brought up money because the assembly uh, a few weeks ago, a great online magazine, uh, Eric Frederick wrote a piece comparing the Her- Carolina Hurricanes and the Carolina Panthers. Because both of them have had new owners in the last few years. Tom Dundon with the Canes, uh, David Tepper with the uh, Panthers, and just showing the different strategies that they've taken to rebuild the teams there. Uh, you know, as you said, the Canes are now spending their salary cap. Yeah. All and, the money we can. Right. And the Panthers are just giving away things for whatever reason. You know, when <laughs> Matt Rule came in, we're all just like, WTF, mate. Matt Rule was one of the worst decisions I've ever seen anyone make. Yeah. <laughs> at, at 
any <laughs> level of pro- professional sports. Right. That was a catastrophe. It was. <laughs> There's no other way to describe a guy who went 11 and 27 in two and a third seasons. Yes. Yeah. 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 But but it's just fascinating to see the, the dichotomy there between or the different strategies between what Dundon is doing with the Canes and what Tepper is doing with the Panthers. And and you had an interesting point in it. Is it just different if it different leagues how football and hockey do things differently business-wise? Maybe a little bit. Um and also the Panthers weren't as bad off as the Hurricanes were when Dundon came in. Yeah. You know, okay, um, yeah. I mean when when Tepper took over I mean, we still had hopes that Cam Newton was going to bounce back. We had generally made the playoffs for the the five years before Tepper, yeah, um, came in, and and th- things were relatively healthy, right? Other than Cam Newton's shoulder, which turned out was not healthy at all. Yeah, and they still played him. Um, they stepped, still kept playing him. But but with with <laughs> with Dundon and the Hurricanes, we we were like either last or next to last in the league in attendance in mm-hmm. 2018. We were averaging 11, about 11,600 people a game. And how, how much can P, uh, I mean, P and C can hold what? 20 grand? 18, And currently like th- this year's average was like 18, four. Wow. Yeah. Like, so nearly a full house, nearly a full house. No, I, I did the math. Like, like during that 2018 season, like there were, there were about 7,000, Tickets unsold to every game. Wow! So that's about two hundred eighty thousand over the course of the season. Yeah, like there were barely seven thousand unsold tickets this season. <laughs> that's how much has changed, and just being there, like okay, for, for for starters, you used to be able to go to a Carolina Hurricanes game un- unless they were playing the the Rangers or the Bruins or the, the the Penguins, or someone else that was really popular here. Really big, yeah. Five dollars. Five bucks. Dude, on, on, on the secondary markets, yeah. like, get in was single digits. Like, huh. you could get the cheapest seat possible for five to seven dollars for years. Um, it was frequently more or as many of the opposing fans as there were Hurricanes fans. Uh, it was depressing. Yeah. I mean, I still had a good time, but... it. Not being competitive isn't fun when you're just going for the love of the game and hoping that maybe we'll win this game. Let's let's go to a game against someone that isn't good. You know, I mean, that'll help. <laughs> we, we win thirty games a year. Maybe this will be one of them. Yeah. But there were literally times in back in those days where like I went to eight straight losses. Yeah. And like in the last couple of years, I've gone to eight straight wins. Yeah. It's it's crazy. And the place PNC Arena is packed. It's red and it's loud. Even even the teams that used to take the place over, uh, the Rangers and the Penguins, yeah, like like their fans are the minority now. Wow, they still bring good numbers just because they're willing to pay the prices to get in. Yeah, it's yeah, still cheaper than New York and Pittsburgh. I was gonna say, I mean, even at that, even though it's still the hot ticket in town, it's the hot ticket in town now. I would imagine that our ticket prices are cheaper than a lot of other hockey markets. Significantly. I believe people in Boston still come down here to catch out the, the Bruins at Hurricanes games. Yeah. Because um, they told us once, it's cheaper to drive down here, get a hotel, go to the game, have a steak dinner, and drive back than it is to get those same seats at the Garden in Boston. Wow. <laughs> oh, dang. 
Well, I mean, I mean, everything is cheaper here. I mean, but we got a lot of stuff here in North Carolina. That's why everyone's moving here. <laughs> yeah. But at least get in these days is 40 bucks for most games. Well, that's not bad. It's yeah. still really. That's for, still. For, you know, a national, any sports team. And if, like, you're, if, if you're ever trying to go on a budget, weekdays are better. Yeah. Like school nights are better. And especially if they're playing like a, a less popular team, like Tuesday against the Ottawa Senators, twenty dollars tickets. Nice, nice, good deal. Put that on the calendar. Yeah. <laughs> you want to take a break? We come back. We we'll talk yeah. uh, playoff hockey. Yeah. You want to hear uh, stomping Tom Connors the hockey song? Yes, so the hockey song. We'll give that give that a listen, and then if uh, if things are working right, we should hear the Gear Daddies right after that. With I want to drive that Zamboni. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We forgot to charge the uh, media player tablet, and so <laughs> I can't see how much time is remaining. It sounded like a fade out. <laughs> and the status bar was like, I'm full, but it lied to me. <laughs> it was not full. And now it's going to play another song on its own. Now it's just going <laughs> to. A song we already heard. <laughs> Good morning. Happy Sunday to you. Happy Sunday here. We're in the studio, in the Creekside studio with uh, our buddy Joel. It was Brady. a river yesterday. It was a river. Oh, my goodness. But not as much of a river as Fayetteville Street. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. The city needs to clean up the storm drains. And they had well, Brugaloo downtown. People were splashing. They were spl- splishing and, and it splashing. Wasn't for, they were splishing and splashing. Splishing and a splashing. Booming and a gr- late enough into Brugaloo, but they didn't care. <laughs> some of them. Some of them. It was that. It was a mix. Some people were like, "Oh no, I got to get to shelter." Other people were like, "But the beer jet's that way." <laughs> well, I just feel like you know, people get out there with zero beers, and then they're like, "Oh no, it's raining and storming." I was gonna say, and there are folks that will actually. Pre-game Brugaloo. <laughs> but yeah, if you have five beers in you, you're probably just like, is it lightning? Rain happened. <laughs> I'll change my socks when I get home. Exactly. It'll be fine. I get struck by lightning. I mean, no I mean that's how we do most things around here. What's that? Change your socks when we get home. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or stash, you know, secret, like. Caches of dry socks around the city. Yeah, oh, oh, that that ooh. is normal, acceptable behavior. That's normal, acceptable <laughs> behavior. Just go find like little, little, little plastic bags full of dry socks. And if you find any dry socks in little plastic bags, they're mine. <laughs> <laughs> so that's where your laundry yeah, went yeah, to, Jacob. Exactly. <laughs> oh, we're talking about the Carolina Hurricanes with Superfan Joel Frady. And uh, so- when the Hurricanes got that moniker, by the way, question, were we nervous? Like, were we like, is that cool? I mean, because it was so close to Fran and Floyd. Like, or or they did we just embrace it? it? Yeah. They um they they said, you know, but I guess my, my Miami Hurricanes do it, and you know they they get more <laughs> Hurricanes than we do. So oh, that's true. Yeah, you know, well, that and like you want to be a powerful force. Fran and Floyd reminded us that hurricanes are powerful forces. Our hurricanes are powerful you know, forces. You, you want your your mascot to inspire fear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's very true. Yeah, and and we've got something called well, we now have what is called the storm surge, which yes. is a pretty neat, which is a pretty neat thing. Where what if we went what we win the game? If we win the game, yeah. Then like all the players stay on the ice and have like a little little cheer. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we yeah. usually don't stay for the, the storm surge. Uh, I'll be honest. Do you think like, it's corny? Oh no, we're we're just trying to beat traffic. Oh you know? yeah, traffic. final horn sounds yeah. like 
Also, like our seats are generally like at the top on the end, ah, so like we yeah. we can we can right right out of there. Just the get right ends. out of there. So, yeah, get right out of there. Beat everybody else. Yeah, as okay. much as you can. What so is you, it? You know how the bell tower turns red when NC State wins a game? Yes. So the PNC Arena, or I mean PNC Plaza where I work, the spire when they score a goal has a red swirl that it does. And and then the day after, if we win, it's it's red the next morning. It's red the next morning. But I love it when I I like that it actually does the, it's pretty much synced to the goals to do the the spin. It does spin. it does the siren spin. Yeah, yes, that's cool. Yeah, I've never cool. seen yeah. that. So if you're downtown and you see the siren spin coming from the top of a building, it's okay. It's it's fine. It's not it's, it's, it's not red <laughs> alert. It's not red alert. Everyone stand down. The canes just scored. It's okay. It's good to know. Yeah. Keep an eye out for that. Good deal. If you're if you're stuck at you know traffic court or whatever, you're like, oh, are we winning? <laughs> <laughs> All I know is we have more than zero. Yeah, yeah. So this year, Canes have been pretty. Have been. I mean, they won the division. This Correct. was a very entertaining year of hockey. Okay, like I went to some games this year. It was fun. Yeah the the Sharks game was probably the best. Okay. Um. Because, like, that's my favorite game usually anyways. San Jose, right? Well, yeah, because before we had the Hurricanes, I was, like, when I was a kid, I was, I was a Sharks fan. Okay. Uh, I'd never been to San Jose, but I, I liked hockey. So I just kind of looked at the teams, and I really love Sharks. So, <laughs> you know, and, like, okay. their mascot is a shark biting a, a hockey stick in half. Like, I was in love. Instantly. I mean, when you're 10 years old, that's cool. Yeah, I was in love instantly. Go Sharks. Yeah. Um. So in that particular game, they had a one-goal lead when we hit the two-minute mark. We pulled our goalie, and they scored an empty net goal to go up 4-2 and then became only the third team in the last 40 years to score an empty net goal and lose a game. As we kept the goalie, pull, the, the goalie out, scored two goals in a minute, and then won it in overtime. Wait, Canes did or the, Sharks did? The, the Canes did. The Canes did. Yes. Wow. Yes. The, the I'm sorry. The Sharks became the first the first team in several years and only the third in the last forty to score an empty net goal and, and then still and lose. Then lose and still lose. Oddly enough, the the last time it happened it was also the Sharks. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, the the we laugh now though, but yeah. our very last game of the season. We we almost did that too. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. We were up four two at Florida, scored an empty netter to go up five two, and then they scored two really fast, really fast, but like back within five four. Whoa! Before we scored another empty netter to make it six four, which was the final and take the division. Yeah. Um, but that that was that the last four minutes of that one were a lot hairier than they should have been. Yeah. Yeah. Despite the the really good season, though, it seems like the Canes have had some ups and downs, and it's a lot. And and right now we're in first round of the playoffs, playing New York Islanders. We're up two one. Up up two one. Um, yeah, they lost like what 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 was the what was the score? The final of the game? score on Friday night was five to one. Five to one. But it wasn't that bad. I mean, I was gonna say this is like it was a great game right up until was, like last. It was three four minutes tied at one with four minutes left. Yeah, uh, and then they finally uh, the, the Islanders scored to go up two one, and then for the next couple minutes it was it was a comedy of errors, <laughs> uh, in, in which the, the Canes kind of looked like they were just trying to go to the locker room and get the game four, and the Islanders were not. Um, 
they were in it to win it. Yeah, and as someone who generally like watches the game till the end, it was like, dude, will y'all stop scoring already? I'm trying to go play outside. <laughs> Gosh. Uh, but um, all three games have been very competitive. Yeah. Uh, both games here, uh, here in Raleigh, were were one goal games. Game two went to overtime. Yeah. Um, it's playoff hockey. Right. Yeah. 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 But the Canes also have been so. Well, it's been funny to see because I read what is generally being what generally being said in the national sporting press, the national hockey press. What I've been reading is that the Canes have a good chance of getting through the second round and then going to the Eastern Conference and losing to the Bruins because the Bruins are historically having a fantastic season. Best season ever. Best season ever. The previous record in an 82-game season was 62 wins. Yeah. They won 65. Yeah. They didn't beat it by one. They beat it by three. By three. Okay. So... So I'm seeing that that everyone is is not expecting, but they're like the the Canes have a good chance of getting that, and then they'll lose to the Bruins, and the Bruins are going to go all the way and and get the cup this year. Well, they're they're the overwhelming favorite, especially to come out of the East. Right. But when you talk to Canes fans, they're like, "Eh, I can explain. Yeah. Okay. So explain what is going on. So things were kicking along really good. Uh, until game 65, or around there, game 66, when we lost Andre Svechnikov. Yeah, Svech. Number 37, Svech. Mm-hmm. He's one of our best players. Uh, we had a big lead in the division. Um, we can always come back on someone. That, that Sharks game I mentioned was one of several games I went to this year where we were down by more than one goal and came back and won. Yeah. Um, the Kings were up 4-1 at the second intermission. We came back and won that one. Uh, I was at the game in Montreal. We went down 2-0, came back and won that one. Well, we can always come back. But when Sveshnikov went out with 16 games left, and uh, our our final record on the year, to put it into perspective, was 52-21-9. That Mm. that nine being overtime losses. um, uh, So it's 52 wins. 21 regulation losses and nine overtime losses. Okay. Um, but in those last 16 games, we went seven, eight, and one. And the the division, we almost lost the division because New Jersey, the New Jersey Devils, who came in second in the division, one point back, they weren't losing down the stretch. Like, we were lucky that Boston took them out. Yeah. In their one game at Boston because if they'd taken out Boston, they'd have won the division. But even that seven, eight, and one, which once again, like, like fifty-two and twenty-one, was the you know the record for the regular season, and then seven, eight down the stretch. I like to split that in half because we we went two, five, and one in the first eight games without Svechnikov, mm. but then we went five and three mm. in our final eight games. Mm-hmm. So, so they're rebalancing. They're rebalancing, losing a big piece like that takes a little time to kind of figure out because not only do you lose your your good piece you have to call up someone from the ahl yeah and generally all your lines get a little diluted because you got to move guys up from the second line to the third from the third to the second right second to the first second fourth to the third right to try to balance it back out and 
it, it's challenging. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rob Brindamore is a great coach, and and he, I feel like we finally kind of had things moving in the right direction until game two against the Islanders, when on a on a dirty hit that wasn't called, um, one of the Islanders uh, slashed uh, Tavo Teravainen. Turbo is his nickname. Yeah, and uh, and it broke his hand. He had he had surgery the next day. Straight up broke it. Straight up broke his hand. Damn. That was Wednesday night. Surgery Thursday. Pins are in. He ain't yeah. coming back this series. Yeah, I don't yeah. think it's coming back in the playoffs. I don't know how broken hands work. Right. I'm not a doctor. <laughs> um, it takes a lot of duct tape. But it takes a lot of duct tape. Tavo while not quite just wrap it, <laughs> while not Sveshnikov level, also one of our better players. Yeah, and favorite. Yeah. Um, he also was a guy who played on the, the, the power plays and the penalty kills. So okay. he, he was a special teamer, much like Svechnikov. So yeah. the, the special teams lines are also getting diluted, and they're full of guys who are kind of figuring out the chemistry. Yeah. So with that second injury, now Rob Brindamore is again going to be trying to figure out how to make this machine work the most. And I feel like, like people can have faith – it's possible for us to make a playoff run just because we have one of the best coaches. Yeah. And it's a good team. We still have good pieces. We want to see a little more hustle and yeah. and a more execution. Game three wasn't the most uplifting or confidence-inspiring game yeah. in that first game without Turbo. Mm. I, I think the game that's going to p- drop here in a little over two hours at 1 p.m. will be a big tell. Yeah. tell. Um, but back to what you were saying, if we can get through the Islanders, getting past the Rangers in the second round, if they make it there, I feel I actually feel worse about that than I would about getting through the Bruins if we make it to the third round. Interesting. Interesting. Um, what is it about the Rangers then that that could just get the Canes goat? Igor Shosturkin. Ah, their goalie is one of the best in the game. He might be the best in the game. Last year he was by far the best in the game. Yeah. Th- this year his numbers went from godlike to really awesome. Okay. <laughs> um, but he's having an off season. <laughs> but. <laughs> We don't have a goaltender that's quite as good as him. Yeah. Uh, Auntie Ronto, things kind of flipped this year because last year we, we brought in Freddie Anderson and Auntie Ronta, who were both veterans from other teams. Mm-hmm. And uh, Anderson was the better goalie all year. And then he got hurt and right before the playoffs. And we had Ronta and um, our, our young goaltender from the Chicago Wolves, uh, Piotr Kachekov, yeah. who's the goalie of the future here as well. Yeah. Uh, in the playoffs last year. This year, it kind of flipped. Uh, Anderson got hurt early and just wasn't the same as last year, and Ronta was playing much better. Mm-hmm. Ronta's the guy in net right now. He's been playing well. Yeah. He's not just Durkin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And, well, and there's, there's just something about the way the Rangers are playing right now. They're hot. Um, They're going to be a tough out if we get to them. Yeah. Um, I'd like to, to kind of – Think of the the way the playoffs are set up, similar to the this year's NCAA tournament. Yeah, and yeah, I yeah. feel like if the Hurricanes were to make a run, we could really use some bracket luck. Like for instance, this year's NCAA basketball champion, the UConn Huskies. Yes, they didn't play 
anyone that good in all six games because yeah. those teams got knocked out. They didn't play any of the top 16 teams in the country. Like they, they, they played three five seeds in the tournament, and those were the highest seeds they played. Yeah. So if, if New Jersey could knock out the Rangers and anyone could knock out Boston – That'd be really nice. Yeah, and that that would that would uh, that That'd would be even, really nice. even the odds for the Canes then, you know. Yeah, give or give give it a boost, as you said, some bracket luck right there. But also, just uh, getting a couple good wins against the Islanders would really help. Just get some positive momentum going forward. Yeah, wow. wow. As everyone's finding their their different or probably expanded roles. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, it's the time for the for the young for the young team to for the younger players to step up and really get going here. So, am I particularly optimistic we're going to make it to the Stanley Cup Finals? Yeah. No. No, I'm not. <laughs> um, but we have as good a chances as anyone else who isn't Boston or the Rangers. Yeah. Okay. All right. Either way, it's still going to be fun to watch. Oh yeah. Yeah. And everyone, everyone says, you know, you know, when and, and playoff hockey, this is like the real season that, that that that's coming up. You know, you're watching playoff hockey. Yeah, cool. What? Um, how did hockey get to the point where you have these series games for your playoffs instead of just like single round robin elimination? Oh, um, hockey has always been that way. Uh, I think they just followed baseball's lead and determined that the sport is too fluky to have a one-off. Yeah. Well, and then you also have to remember that football would love to have best of three series for their playoffs. Mm. It's the sport's too violent. They could only play one game a week. Yeah. So that's why it's single elimination. Yeah. Um, but with, with, with professional sports, with, with baseball and, and the NBA and hockey, the generally they want to have those longer series is because it's, it's fluky, like uh, yeah. a pitcher and the goalie. A pitcher in baseball and the goalie in hockey are very comparable positions. Like uh. they both have a little more responsibility than any other player or players in other sports. Uh, there's, there's really no one in basketball that has as much responsibility and is that key as, as the goalie in hockey and the pitcher in baseball. Like if either of those guys has a bad day, you're going to lose. Yeah. That's yeah, it. You are, yeah. You're losing if your pitcher or your goalie has a bad day. Unless the other pitcher or goalie is also <laughs> terrible. And there are occasionally an 8-7 hockey game. Mm. Um, but it's too fluky, so the, the longer series is to make sure that the better team wins. Because anyone can get, win game one. But can you beat them four times? Right, yeah. Let's take a break. When we All come right. back, I want to talk more about, about what makes – the Triangle, and North Carolina in general, a fun hockey market. Who would have thought that the South and, and, and home of, like, you know, the shrine of, of, of the shrine to the high holy religion of college basketball could be a hockey market, you know? It's crazy to me. But we'll talk about that when we come back. Do we got music, Jacob? We, we are about to have music. <laughs> I'm going to hit play on the old... Uh... Or the new music player machine. We're gonna listen to some uh, Black Market Brass. They got a, a new album out. It's called Rat Trap. It's uh, Minnesota-based um, African pop. Ooh. And then after that, uh, I think that we'll play some MC Five. Oh. 
Are we going to talk on that? Oh, we're back. <laughs> hey, you're tuned into Little Rally Radio. <laughs> Streaming online at littlerallyradio.org. Listener supported, community powered. Uh, if you are enjoying what you're hearing, please help us out. Keep the lights going. Donate at littlerallyradio.org. That song, by the way, is Pow Pow. It's from uh, Dengue Fever, a band that uh, decided to re-release their music when they moved here from Cambodia. Hey! They now live in... And uh, old Los Angeles. Oh, Los Angeles. The city of angels. The city of angels. Before that, you probably heard uh, Bambino with the song Emma Dewan, as well as uh, MC5 with the Thunder Express. Probably heard? Do we, do we know? <laughs> if they not? were listening to us, <laughs> <laughs> that is what they heard. But, but they were not in the room when it happened, so... <laughs> Jacob is. <laughs> it's a new hour. Pretty <laughs> sure you heard this, but we're not quite some, there. Some people might have been rushing home from the farmers market, <laughs> and they just turned all their their internet listening devices. We, we are sure that we played it, though, <laughs> yeah, right? Absolutely. Yeah, right? Okay, okay. Yeah. I absolutely. heard it. If you were through the street minutes ago, it was on. Exactly. One hundred percent guarantee. Okay, just checking there because it made it sound like, I don't know if we played this or not. <laughs> I've been there. No, I just yeah, don't exactly. know. If- yeah, what did I do 10 minutes ago? Bloop, goldfish. Bloop, goldfish. I took notes. <laughs> you took notes. <laughs> that way, that's how I remember. I write down what I played. <laughs> What? Welcome to Second Hour Long Darts Radio. We have no idea what's going on. <laughs> Much like any good Sunday morning. That's right. The best Sunday morning. <laughs> the best Sunday morning. Yeah. Just lay in bed and have no idea what's going on. Well, hopefully because nothing's going on. Exactly. <laughs> Just somewhere I'm supposed to be right now? No. No. What's up, my dog? <laughs> Come give daddy a kiss. You don't recognize that voice. That's Joel Freddy. He's our buddy, our super fan. Kane super fan here. We're talking about all things hockey here in the in the city of Oaks in the Triangle. Because the Canes are in the first round of the uh, Stanley Cup playoffs. Is that what they call it? Stanley Cup playoffs. Stanley Cup playoffs. Yeah. yeah. So and yeah. Then the, the final round is the Stanley Cup finals. finals. Yes. Got it. Good deal. Good deal. Are there any traditions with the Stanley Cup? Like, is it like the Barney Stone? Like, when it oh. comes through, do you do you, you like shake its it. hand or okay? You don't touch it. You don't touch it. Yeah. If if it's during the season and like they bring the Stanley Cup through, you don't touch it. That's oh, bad luck. because uh, I know for luck. the Stadium Series early, you know, back in Feb- February or March, February. Uh, they brought the cup to 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 the Canes Fest downtown, Fayetteville Street. Fayetteville Street. Get in line, get your polar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you actually touched it, bad juju beans. Bad juju beans. Mm-hmm. Okay, gotcha. All right, but that would explain a couple of things this season. Yeah, there, there are some fun traditions around the league, though. Uh, someone throws octopus onto the ice. Octopus. Octopus. <laughs> like the critter. Like the critter. <laughs> Which is just weird to me because I'm like, wait, so you literally went to a seafood market and got an octopus meat? <laughs> oh, it's cooked. Or, okay, I thought it was game? like a live octopus. <laughs> what no, do I do? Where do I go? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if this necessarily designated cooked or raw, but definitely not live. It's not animal brutality. It's just something they do. They, they, they show up and, and throw and throw. And then also there's a, there's a hat trick. If, uh, it's if like someone, when you win it a three three games in a row. No, if someone scores three goals in one game, three goals in a okay. game, and they're at home, then like a whole lot of people will literally take the hats off their head and throw them onto the ice. Okay, 
Okay, that that I that I get it. I do not understand the octopus. <laughs> road fans are less likely to throw their hats. Who? Ro, ro, uh, visiting fans. Visiting fans. Yeah. Rug fans. Yeah, gotcha. If you're, if you're seeing your fans. team somewhere else and your guy gets a hat trick, you usually don't see that many people. Yeah. Throw the hat. Yeah. I I, I thought it was sweet, Jacob, that you were concerned <laughs> about the octopus. <laughs> Just imagine trying to get back to the ocean. So whatever. Yeah. You know, sorry, so what coastal teams do we have? <laughs> hey, can somebody give me a lift? Zoom! <laughs> <laughs> and you knock the octopus back into the stands. The poor octopus. <laughs> Octopi. <laughs> My octopi teacher. Oh, man. Oh, man. Well, I... I don't guess we have any specific playoff traditions here in Raleigh. Yeah. Okay. Nothing like that. We got to start some. Yeah. Well, so the Canes have been around more than twenty years. Are we what twenty five years now? Actually, year twenty five was this season. This season is year twenty five. Year twenty five. It just fascinates me to see how North Carolina, which, as I said before, what is the shrine to the high holy religion of college basketball. Tobacco Road, NC State, Carolina, Duke, Wake Forest, the heart of the ACC, and that hockey, a sport that is cold weather, a cold weather sport like that, has become so ingrained and found such a strong uh, fan base here in North Carolina. How do you explain it, bud? Well, population density, yeah. first and foremost. There's yeah. a lot of people here. Right. A lot of transplants transplants here too that is true moved here from northern places where hockey has been around for a long time uh but recently winning yeah that makes sense that'll do it that'll do it if if you're good people in this state will go yeah like uh the the panthers have proven that yeah one day the hornets might prove that if they're ever good (laughs) (laughs) that's true that is true yeah which hasn't ever happened no Especially for this current Hornets franchise, right? Yeah, I mean the early '90s they were good, but pre Bobcats. That's that's not pre Bobcats. That's not this franchise. Yeah, yeah. The, they're the Pelicans. They're now, the Pelicans, and this this was the Bobcats. The Bobcats, right? Yes. Right. Yes, and uh, I think forty-four and thirty-eight is the best season of twenty years. Jeez. And Michael Jordan, what owns that? Yes. Yeah. Yes. You would think that he would be able yeah. to, you know, hire talent. But, yeah, uh, once we started winning regularly, PNC Arena has been full. The other thing, too, that I've noticed is that a lot of folks from rural areas are big hockey fans. Like, I got Ken and Kinston. My cousin my cousin and his kids are huge Canes fans. They came to the, K- the stadi- stadium series. Um, Governor Roy Cooper, who's from Nash County, Rocky Mount, huge Canes fan. He'll come and, and run the storm siren and all that stuff. He'll he'll come to games and sit in the box and watch. He he is he's just not doing it for politics and to be seen. He is like he is very much a huge fan. It's just it's it, I'm running for governor for two reasons. Yeah, <laughs> to lift up education and spin the siren and spin the siren. Free hockey tickets. Yeah. <laughs> But it's just fascinating to me that 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 uh, it just has such a uh, a hold in in rural places, you know. And is it is it because uh, is it because it's just 
you know, if you look in can at Canada, it's a majority. I mean, it's a vast, it's a, a vast rural land. Everyone loves hockey there, and it, that's just the the fan base. Yeah, yeah. Well, they pretty much created hockey. Either yeah, them or Russia. I don't know. Yeah, um, the Scandinavians. But we will support anything in in this in this state that that wins. Yeah. Um. I don't, I don't know how you could explain how it's taken over in the, in the rural part. I don't especially, need, especially down east. Especially prior to the last five years. Because, yeah. I mean, there, there was the one Stanley Cup run. Yeah. And then a couple other good playoff years that were just kind of scattered throughout. But as it is with all smaller budget teams, like, those years just meant that that group of guys clicked well. Uh, yeah, kind of like how the the Marlins won a World Series with a thirty million dollar roster, just because yeah, yeah. it clicked well, and it they just beat clicked. the four hundred and ten million dollar Yankees that year, which is one of my favorite stories. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. That's yeah. David and Goliath right there. That is that is Y'all true spent and proper. Fourteen dollars to every one we spent on the roster, and we won the series. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah. funny. And that comes around once every few years. But you have to remember, too, it doesn't matter how popular you are. If you're having a bad year, people don't show up. Yeah. A couple, couple years ago when UNC basketball was down, me and the boys got tickets to the state at UNC game for 15 bucks a pop. That is true. Yeah. That is unheard of. That That is unheard of. And, and I mean, Carolina fans, as loyal and obnoxious as they are, they're also very finicky, you know. Everyone's finicky Every- when, when you're not good. <laughs> exactly. But, I mean, look, we're state fans. We're Wolfpack fans. We get it. We understand. Yeah, we're you know, our fan base may be finicky, but we also deal with – we all d- also deal with NC State shit. We also deal with, you know, the I, you know, all this idea, this that that you know, behind every every you know, touchdown or goal scored or whatnot, something bad is about to happen. We had a lot of bad luck. We've had a we lot, had of, a bad, lot of bad luck. A lot of bad luck. Yes. I feel like we we, we just blew all our good luck in '83, and like now we're we're suffering the consequences. Exactly. Like, there's, a, there's a karmic. <laughs> There's a karmic return that is still flowing. That's how much karma we blew that. <laughs> well, and and the fact that we think that you know you have to win games at the last possible second. That too. <laughs> that, yeah. Yeah. That, that too. That's is. part of the story. Yeah. That also is. Yeah. The Cinderella story, cardiac pack. Yeah. Type thing. So all right. So along with those along those lines, then do you think this year's do you think this year's Canes uh, in the playoffs? Do you think it's a survive in advance type situation? Always. Always. Always survive in advance. Okay. So we we've already lost turbo, so Right. We're 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 not doing great at the surviving part. Gotcha. Currently speaking. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So well, if um if folks have maybe, you know, this winning season and and you may not know this, I'm I'm sorry to be pinning all the expertise on you. But um, if folks, um, if their kids are really getting into hockey because the Hurricanes are having a good season, do they have any like partner peewee leagues or? Oh, uh, there are several around yeah. here. Uh, I I believe the the Iceplex. Yeah, Iceplex. Capital. It, it's near Capital. It's on Brentwood. Brentwood. Yeah. Brentwood and Atlantic. Yeah. 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 That's yeah. right. Um, no, 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 that's not Atlantic. No. No. So the iceplex is off of Atlantic. There, there are two iceplexes. There is one off of Atlantic, 
Uh, and then the other one is off of Brentwood. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there's the, the Garner Ice House. There's Ice House and Cary as well. Uh, yeah, and they all have uh, chance for folks to youth and adult recreational hockey leagues. Yeah, rec, rec hockey leagues. Yeah, yeah. And I knew I do know that. I mean, that's big. So Charlotte, I mean, obviously has the Panthers and the the Hornets, but they also have the Charlotte Checkers, which is the minor league team for the Canes. Was was yes. Oh, they're not anymore. They're not for the last three years. The Chicago Wolves have been our minor league team, oh. but they just dumped us. So currently, we are without a minor league affiliate to send all of our prospects. Seriously, to. that's something we got to deal with this off season. Okay, because no, they, they literally like just dumped us. Wow. Um, to decide to go independent, which I hope is going to go well for them, but yeah. that's just me. And then, um, are you familiar with the Carolina Hurricanes uh, Warriors team? Warriors team? Yeah. The um, it's I'm, I might be misquoting their name, but a lot of NHL teams, uh, including the Carolina Hurricanes, will have a traveling club team that goes with them to play in different cities. Um, they brought somebody down from DC to play against the Carolina Hurricanes. Warriors team um, during the Cup Series, where it's all oh, veterans always... that are coming back. Um, it's a way for the veterans to have uh, outreach and support each other uh, while playing hockey. Uh, most of them have a physical disability that they. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh okay. Like ice ice sled hockey. Oh, no clue. Okay. <laughs> well, what, so, it's, it's a really really. I mean, I, would, I was just talking during the. Uh, when they were having the downtown festival for the stadium series, I was talking to the different teams that had come down that travel with NHL teams to play oh, like cool. kind of oh, uh, wounded veteran club teams and the, and the hurricanes team is called the warriors. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. It's, it's a really, really neat program. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's cool. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. Learn something new every day. Yeah. And so we're uh, also curious if, if, uh, if the NC state and other local colleges might try to up the, up the ante, Oh, they are. Go from club to intramural. Well, so ice pack. So the ice pack is um, the ice pack is like. I mean, they're doing gangbusters. They beat the crap out of UNC. And that's uh, all the (laughs) Carter Stadium. Uh, Yeah, in the stadium. Yeah, yeah, exactly. No, but I mean, ice pack has a huge following. They they really they have a huge following. I don't know if they're gonna you know step it up and become like a varsity sport or anything like that. But as a club sport. It's huge on campus, and 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 I know the students cover it at Technician, you know, in student media. They cover it religiously, uh, partly because, um, partly because they're covering the Canes as well, and that's a way they could get into the Canes is through the um, the Ice Pack. Um, yeah, I mean it's it it's fascinating because I mean when you or I were when you and I uh, Joel were at Technician, we didn't cover the Canes. Our sports guys didn't go cover the Canes. They just covered pack sports. Yeah. And I'm trying to look back and go, when did they start going to the Canes? Which is a great, it's a great opportunity for a young sports writer who wants to go and cover. And it's a fantastic opportunity. Um, and it's and it's just, it just blows my mind of all the shit that we did in college, all the fun shit that we did in college, yeah. that we didn't, any, we didn't send anybody to go cover the Canes. <laughs> I feel like if I'd been in sports instead of A and E, I probably would have tried to. You probably, yeah, because I added a bunch of stuff in A and E. Yeah, no, like, no, you really this? did. Why don't we do that? Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah, exactly. Okay, yeah. And then I made what to me was the most important decision out of them all. What's that? We stopped reviewing NC State arts productions. 
Before I was there, they would like go out and review like university theater stuff. Yeah. Um, but like those guys are working for free, so I didn't believe in that. I was like, like they're they're doing it for passion. Like, yeah. If it's not good, like these aren't professionals. Like, right. if the Carolina Hurricanes are bad, I can be mad at them because I spent good money to see professionals do something. Yeah, like it costs ten dollars or whatever to go to University Theater play, and those guys aren't getting paid. They're right. just doing it because they love acting. So, so I think I that switched is... it to, to doing interviews and previews and never reviews. So I think that's still going on. That's good, man. Yeah, that's, that's I, that that is still going on. Yes, we you know, the students have a good relationship with NC State Arts with the University Theater, but I also think that they are bringing in professional actors to be a part of their productions now. That that always happens some. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But it, it's not professional theater. Right. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, it's not. Yeah, it's 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 amateur theater. Yeah, I wasn't going to treat it as such. No. Right? No, of course not. It's a learning experience. Absolutely. Oh, good deal. And and you know, you wanted to be a safe space for experimentation. Right, exactly. Well, also, like if you if you want to cover their stuff in the future, you know, saying saying they weren't good isn't gonna get on anyone's good side. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and also like do I have any twenty year olds that are even really all that fit to review theater? <laughs> <laughs> like, they, Not really. You know, no. like, I, I had to, have you seen enough Broadway to know what they're doing wrong? <laughs> <laughs> or are you just like, hey, that guy couldn't act, and they'll be like, eight people showed or up. They're... To, eight people showed up to audition. Okay, we had to give them something. <laughs> Tried really hard. Y'all. Oh, I can write about theater. I was in my high school musical. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Look, I played Ebenezer Scrooge in high school. I thought I was the shit back then. I wasn't, but I thought I was. <laughs> and like, I love reviewing stuff that professionals do. Yeah, like, I reviewed movies for forever. I love it. Yeah, I had super fun. If it was terrible, those were like my favorite re- reviews to write. Yeah, I loved making fun of people who were doing bad at their professional job. <laughs> <laughs> that I paid money or people pay money to go see. I gave them my time. Yeah. Probably didn't pay. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> so if y'all didn't you? know, Joel and I had a radio show back on WKNC uh, in the old Benny Mac show. Joel was my co-host. And we had a segment every week called Joel's Rant of the Week. <laughs> Joel, I feel like you. Well, you always had rants. Oh, well, one a week at least. <laughs> at least one a one a week at least. But I mean, I'm sure you now have twenty years worth of rants. Oh, I do. <laughs> what has gotten your goat this week? <laughs> What's gotten my goat this week? Well, what I want to get across to people is slow down, <laughs> because you don't know that that car in front of you that you're being rude to and tailgating the hell out of. Is driving on a donut. Oh, man. So, and for, for those of you who don't know, a donut is what you call that tiny little spare tire that they give you with the car. That, like, they're like, hey, this is if your tire gets flat, but do not drive it more than 30 miles or over 50 miles an hour. Take it to because, the Because, once again, it is really small and is not fit to drive to Atlanta. This is also just one of those cost-cutting measures. Like, I find out that, like, nice cars or back in the day, they actually just put a spare tire in there. Yeah, yeah. Which I think is cool because then, like, getting the, the, the flat tire fixed doesn't become an emergency. Right. Which it was for me on Tuesday. 
So I get to the end of my work day. I'm up off a sawmill. And my, 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 my front passenger side tire is randomly just completely flat. Ooh. Like it was good today. Now it's flat. So I put my donut on and I'm trying to get to the, 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 the tire shop I go to, which is about eight miles from there, close to Garner. I get most of the way there. It was terrifying and there was a lot of traffic, but it was going well until I get like a mile away from the tire place. Yeah. So I'm going down Hammond, which at this point is a, is a three, it has three lanes going in both directions. The right lane is the slow lane. So I'm, I'm in the far right lane. The speed limit's 45. I'm doing 45. Uh, so once again, I'm on a donut, just trying to get to the tire shop, in the slow lane, doing the speed limit. When this monster... In a bright red F-250. <laughs> oh, just comes up on me like he's in the van and it's the beginning of Jeepers Creepers. <laughs> and this dude is riding my ass. Like, can I see your tires? Forget that. I can't see the Ford logo <laughs> on the front of your car. Like, that's no. how on me you are. And then he starts honking and flashing his lights and flipping me off. And I, once again, am in the slow lane. The far right, slow lane, doing 45 in a 45 on a donut. Despite the fact driving on a donut scares me, I had the presence of mind to know that I still got to go the speed limit, and I'm supposed to do it in this lane. Because yeah. if I was in the left lane, doing 45 in a 45 on a donut, then, yes, honk and yell at me. That's rude. I don't know what this guy's problem was. And Hammond Road is huge. Now, where there be... Yeah. Did he was he going slower than the other two lanes of traffic? Not was there any the other traffic? I mean, there was he could, some traffic, but, but there was absolutely nothing preventing him from getting over yeah. and going faster yeah. in the other lane. He was just being a dick. Yes. <laughs> yes. For, for reasons I don't know. So my rant this week is simple to everyone. Slow down. Yes. You being in a hurry is your fault. Slow down. Yeah. That that was one thing when in the TV newsroom is like just because your hair is on fire doesn't constitute an emergency for me. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, as a small business owner, that's also a, a very f- important philosophy of mine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Listen, I will help you when I can. I have a life. If it's an um, your emergency, does not make it my emergency. Yeah, exactly. I will get there as quickly as I can, safely. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, quickly and safely, and then you can give me electronic American dollars. But <laughs> no, granted, I I have a dog walking business, so I guess that doesn't apply to me as much. Yeah, but my buddy Mike has a has a has a HVAC. Oh, yeah. So he has to really draw that line. Yeah. Like, hey, listen, dude, your emergency doesn't make it my emergency. Yeah. Also, last time I told you you should fix this and you went with the cheap fix for now. Yes. Like yes. I told you this was a cheap fix and you were actually going to have to do the expensive thing soon. Yeah. Now your AC is not working and it's early June. So, yep. yep. I'll get there when I get there. Yep, that that that's correct. Yeah. Yep, that's it. So yeah, slow down, everybody. You don't know who's driving on a donut. <laughs> and also remember that the right lane is where you're supposed to drive slow. That's the slow lane. So if you're mad at someone for driving slow, ask yourself, what lane am I in? 
<laughs> and if you're behind them in the right lane, you're the jerk. And that was Joel's rant of the week. <laughs> sponsored by, what was it sponsored by? I can't remember. Did we? Wait, was it one thing every time, or, or, or did we alternate? We may have alternated it. I don't remember. I, don't remember, I, I remember sometimes it was Bojangles. Oh, that's sometimes right. Yeah, sponsored by Bojangles. <laughs> Uh, Bojangles. I'm, I'm sure Mitch's at some point probably, probably joke. I mean, they were probably like, yo, dude, you can't ever have a bar on college radio. <laughs> and they were like, okay, don't say Mitch's next don't time. Don't say Mitch. <laughs> it's a restaurant. And then, Ke- and then Kelly would play a cake song. Yeah. <laughs> Love you, Cal. <laughs> and cake. <clears throat> and cake. <laughs> we should take a break and then come back for News in Space. Yeah, it sounds like a good plan. Good deal. We'll enjoy some vacant company. Uh, we'll hear block, and then maybe we'll get some cyber mania. Jacob's pushing Woo! buttons again. I didn't push any buttons. The <laughs> buttons push themselves. They don't need me anymore. <laughs> I don't like this. Oh, Irrelevant. Oh, no, man. Back, back to life. <laughs> Next welcome. week, we'll be back to normal. <laughs> Semi-normal. <laughs> normal for us. Some semblance of normal. <laughs> <laughs> Jacob, oh, the cable oh. is hitting the buttons. Oh, it's the cable. Yeah, it's it, oh. it's it's, all, it's always the cable's fault. It's always the cable's fault. <laughs> <laughs> We're both running on like no sleep, four hours sleep. I slept once. Did you? You slept once. <laughs> it was in my twenties. <laughs> it was not. <laughs> I took a nap once. It was a very good year. <laughs> All right. It's time for News in Space. It's time for News in Space. It's our weekly look at the happenings in the heavens. Sponsored by my NASA logo hat. It's the worm logo, the finest piece of marketing design in all of human spaceflight. And really, the only thing I want to... Well, well, so before we get to the news... Oh. We'll, we'll build up. We'll build up. Oh, we're building up? <laughs> yeah. What are we building that way we up We feel to? like it's a full segment. Okay. Well, what you were about to talk about, that's what we were building up to. But let's start with a, something gentle. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> with our almanac entry. A ge- gentle <laughs> caress. And what, what is this, foreplay, Joe? J- Jacob? Yes, <laughs> it is. <laughs> Before we get to the right... The rest of the matter. <laughs> Come on, Joel. I know you got puns. It's also a rocket term. <laughs> uh... I, look, I went to a wedding last night at the Durham Museum of Natural of Science, and they they have they have a, a replica of the lunar lander, lunar module, and and uh, the Apollo capsule, and you can actually get into the capsule. So that is a hell of a way to meet someone at a wedding and say, hey, baby, come jump on my rocket and let's go to the moon. <laughs> we should see some endorsement money from them. Uh, we really should. <laughs> well, that, that also sounds like it's just a more fun way to have that conversation <laughs> than simply slipping them your hotel room key. That's exactly right. Yes. <laughs> But we'll start with our, our almanac. Your if, almanac. If we're, if we're looking at the heavens and here in our news, we the got an almanac feature. Yes. Ha- the, the happenings at the heavens. Okay. So what is happening in the heavens, Jacob? It's a it's a wonderful week to see the Leonids. Oh. The, the meteor shower. The meteor showers. Um, yeah. If you, if you look up, uh, usually about four or five o'clock in the morning, you want to look for like a, the giant backwards question mark in the sky. Backwards question. <laughs> it's like. 
That's um, which constellation is that? <laughs> that's just one of the dippers. So it's right below like Leo. <laughs> it's right below Leo, and if you look to your left, you'll see Lyria, and right above Lyria, in between Lyria, you know, and Leo the lion, you see a backwards question mark, oh. and the brightest star in that backwards question mark is the spot to look to see oh. the um, okay. The Leonids. The Leonid and that's meteor shower why, because, all week. Because it's, uh, okay. And it's called the Leonids because they are, they, it looks like they're flying through the constellation Leo. Correct. Got it. Now, um, one thing we've we talked about fairly frequently on the show yeah. is that you can't actually see the moon landing site with the naked eye. You can? You cannot. You, yeah, it, yeah. It cannot can. be done. No, it can't. You got to have some zoom and enhance. Yes. Uh, but this week is the closest feature of the moon that you can see to the Sea of Tranquility where they landed the moon. Ooh. Um, what about Mount on, Maryland? Can you see Mount Maryland? I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that is, though. Mount Maryland was uh, Jim Lovell's wife. Okay, so Jim Lovell, Jim Lovell, <laughs> Jim Lovell, who is Apollo 8, who is on Apollo 8, which is the first mission to go around the moon, and then was, command, was the commander of Apollo 13, uh, but anyway, when he went to the moon on Apollo 8, he saw this giant mer- mountain uh, near the Sea of Tranquility, and he named it for his wife, Mount Maryland. Okay, that makes sense now. Okay. Well, that's nice. And the more you know. <laughs> uh, but on Wednesday morning, you'll be able to see the Hypatia Crater. Ooh. Uh, if you go outside, uh, I'm sorry, not morning, uh, Wednesday night, going into Thursday. Okay. Around 1130 at night, the way the moon is going to be reflecting the sun's rays, you'll be able to make out the entire crater and the western edge of the um, sea of tranquility touches the eastern edge of the crater and i think that is where the later apollo missions were yeah because it was much more stable to land right and that's where they went digging for geology and they found the god rock or the genesis rock excuse me i think i don't know either apollo 17 16 or 17 yeah yeah Yeah, 17 because that was harrison schmidt and um shit the last man on the moon I can see his name. I can see his face. Damn it. I can't remember his name. But you you got till 3.30 in the morning on uh, Thursday, between 11.30 at night and 3.30 in the morning. Oh. For for the best view of the the crater. Of the crater? Yep. Okay. Cool. So those are your almanac features. What about the planets? I mean, I know Venus is putting on a show all year long. Do we know about, you know, what else we're going to be seeing? Well, um... It's a uh, crescent moon. It's a waning or waxing crescent moon now. Yeah, we just had a little baby moon. Yes. It was exciting. Yeah. That was the smallest moon that we're going to get in a long time. Yeah. So hopefully you got to do your stargazing last week. Yeah, yeah. And but, hopefully uh, this week it's supposed to be, let's, let's take a look. But, at the but hanging out now, uh, Mercury is in Gatorade, of course. Mercury it's is very in thirsty. What? It's in <laughs> Gatorade. <laughs> you mean in retrograde? No, no, I'm making fun of retrograde. Oh. <laughs> it's in Gatorade. Which flavor? <laughs> Orange. It just it just went through the Big Dipper and, and got rehydrated. As long as it's not lemon lime, I'm fine. Anything but lemon lime. Look, for those who are in who believe in astrology and that Mercury is in retrograde. And that the, the 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 movement of the planets have some kind of cosmic mystical effect on your life. That's fine. That's fine and okay. Both you believe it. Wait, but your life? 
Yes. I thought I had a mystical effect on your on your bits and parts downstairs. That too. Oh. <laughs> you have your life. He has his life. <laughs> now we're in retrograde. Yeah, exactly. Together. <laughs> but if it looks like Mercury is act is moving backwards in space, it's not. It's an optical illusion. Mercury does not reverse its orbit. That's your science check of the week. <laughs> but it is very thirsty. It is very thirsty. It's it's thirsty scene. And and if we're talking but, about uh, astrology, but um, for to answer your question before yeah. we go on too much of a tangent. Okay. So last time we were talking about Venus, it was hanging out with Mars. Uh, and now hanging out in bars <laughs> as they yeah. usually do. Now yeah. it's hanging out with Jupiter. Okay, that's that's the closest um, planet to okay Venus. There's a John Prine song, that, you know, um, shit, I, I can't remember. It's off the Tree of Forgiveness, where he talks about Venus and hanging out in bars with Mars, <laughs> and Mars is is old and and has a three legged stool and and all that stuff. Yeah. And then uh, yes, that's right. Mars is old because Venus Venus left him long ago. That's right. <laughs> I knew it would click in there somewhere. The uh, the Blue Halo Satellite Array System as oh. its first customer. Ooh. Um, they're replacing a lot of the round satellite dishes with these more um, horizontal ones. Yeah. Um, and apparently they're going to be amazing satellites. And no one has bought the arrays yet. But uh, What are they going to do with the satellites? But Space Force is their first customer. Oh, is this the one where uh, is Space Force is going to develop a system to um, refuel satellites in orbit? I don't or know. Or that's another story? That, I think that's another story. Okay. This is um, because instead of being round, they're able to do different depths. They're, it's a horizontal stack telescope oh, and so telescope. you can figure out okay. oh, the array for the telescopes uh -huh. um so you can send signals um different with fluctuating power mm -hmm. so now you can see not only you you can see more of the z-axis is oh, kind I of see. the the, oh, the okay. added effect gotcha um and space force wants to figure out um what planetary objects, uh, especially satellites that are should be, be decommissioned, mm -hmm. which ones are the more immediate threats to Terra Firma? To, oh, okay, gotcha. Yes, yeah, so gotcha. that's why they're buying those, and they're supposed to be in place in twenty twenty five. Ah, okay, gotcha. So it's yeah. all it's all about trying to figure out space clutter. Yeah. So there there's some of your news in space foreplay. Okay, good deal. All right. So the big news, obviously, this week. Big news in space is that SpaceX launched its its vaunted Starship from Texas. Well, yeah, they thirty three. They had a false engines. state right start. They had a false start on Monday, and then was it this thir Thursday? Going to be the one that takes Wednesday. us to the moon. Maybe takes us to Mars. Maybe it, it's got a uh, much bigger thrust than the Saturn V rocket. Four minutes in, it starts tumbling, and well. SpaceX initiated what they called a rapid, rapid. Uh, what did we? What did? What did they say? A rapid, uh, unauthorized uh, disassembly. Disassembly. But to the naked eye, it looked like what we call an explosion, <laughs> with a lot of what we call fire. It went all out of the with, parts wanted to be far away from the other parts. <laughs> it, went, it, it went out with a bang, you might say. Actually, there that's the thing. People are collecting are, are collecting uh bits of, of, of Starship across <laughs> Texas. And SpaceX is like, yes, yeah, send those back to us. 
radio. All future launches, or you know, people will start having their catcher's mitts. Put out the catcher's mitts. Oh no, we laugh about it, but any it got off the ground, and that was the biggest thing for for SpaceX. That was a big test for them. It the the bastard got off the ground because it's a it's a big mother of a of a rocket. I mean, thirty three engines, more thrust than the Saturn V rocket. I don't know if it's as as much as the SLS Orion that NASA's uh, uh, NASA's current moon rocket, but uh, uh, probably about as much. Uh, and so SpaceX was just happy the thing got off the launch pad, and they're going to have all this data coming back and they're crunched at. So yes, it exploded, but they're considering it a success. And at some point, yeah, that's the point: is it, it to to make to make uh, you know commercial flights to the moon, to Mars, things like that. At some point, so it was fun. <laughs> but could have fed a lot of starving children. Yes. Yeah, yes. but like cue Whitey on the moon. <laughs> at, least, at least this this expenditure might actually have some future like usefulness to it, and this isn't like when the same people put a car in orbit. Yes, that's true. <laughs> that's true. Also, yes. how do I win that car? Because I don't want to win a similar one. I want the one that's in orbit. <laughs> well, it's going to Mars right now. Like, it, yeah, like they put it into an orbital trajectory to Mars. <laughs> oh, I thought it was just no. Oh, it's on its way to one. no. Starman, the um, the the uh, the the robot model they put in the driver's seat. Starman's going to Mars. Yeah. So, so I guess you need to enter the space program, become an astronaut. <laughs> <laughs> It's still possible. You got this. You got it, Joel. You can do it. Yeah. Oh, no. I did too many drugs in college. <laughs> well, you, you know, NASA is, is well, a, a body that is there to do scientific <laughs> research. <laughs> oh, dude. I would, if I could be the, the, the like, space drug gerbil. Oh, my God. Like, what? That would bring such new, great meaning to, like, I... I I never even thought about that life could have such meaning that I could do something that useful for humanity as to let them know what it's like to do LSD in space. Well, we're going to have to know because it, it's going to happen. So the first time it happens, it should be in a controlled environment. It yeah. should be. And then you know it's just, oh, it really is 2001 A Space Odyssey. Also, you're going to have to train one of those astronauts to be a handler, but that's a different story completely. <laughs> Well, Christina Cook was studying to be an astronaut in state. Joel and I were doing drugs. <laughs> now we're going to fly together. All, yeah! road, all roads. <laughs> all roads lead to NC State. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. Well, that's I, your news in space. I, I just spend a lot of time wondering if we're going to live to just see a moon base. We we we, we are. will. You think so? Oh yeah, we'll be. The, we'll see. The, the, there are natural resources to be exploited up there. We're we're gonna get there quick. Oh, we're gonna have, get them. We're gonna have, have a moon lithium, base. We're probably already there. Yeah, exactly. I but think, now, now they're I, just they're just going for water. I think water. by twenty twenty thirty five oh. at the latest, we'll have moon base alpha. That's also when I expect weed to be legal in North Carolina. Yeah. Oh, that happened sort of. Um, Wait, what? What? So the the Cherokee reservation. The Easter Band of the Cherokee, yeah, um, in Western North Carolina, um, have started drying their first medical marijuana 
harvest that they'll eventually be able to sell. They've got they're kind of staging it like Christmas tree farms, but they were um, to get ready for 420. They were showcasing <laughs> this week the marijuana that they've already cultivated, and they're encouraging people to talk to their physician and find out if they should be getting a medical marijuana card. Uh, you will be able to buy it on the casino, the Harris Casino, as well as straight from the harvest sites. Interesting. But you have so. to go out to BF Cherokee. Yes, that is not close. Yes, it's not. <laughs> I know, I know, yeah. yeah. It is you got a lot. Of, you got a lot of options over there. It's still closer than your next closest store. <laughs> <laughs> Which as of right now is Jersey. That's true. That is true. When when Virginia opens up, then it's just forty five minutes away. So I, that's a different yeah. story. Well, it, you know, that's another thing. That's well, another you know, Dorothea Dix Park was a a communal hunting ground for a lot of our First Nations. Uh, it did oh. not belong to a single nation. So I think that that could be a a you know the right thing to do to history is to allow an outlet out in that land. I would go for that. Yeah. <laughs> I would go for that. Yeah. Yeah. City of Raleigh, instead of building a playground <laughs> in a dog park, just build a marijuana field. No, allow yeah. the Cherokee people to have a marijuana field. That's, okay. That's better than my scheme was, for sure. What's your scheme? <laughs> my scheme was to make friends with a couple of Jamaicans, buy some land out in the countryside, start growing a whole bunch of pot, and call it a Rastafarian com- commune. Ooh. Play the freedom of religion card. Oh, yeah. oh, there you go, there you go. Okay, but for now, if you have to grow it, grow it on public land, so that way they can't seize your own assets. Yeah. <laughs> Not legally bonding, but. or or just make a friend in Virginia where you can have four plants right now. <laughs> General Assembly, you're 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 letting us down. Balls in your court, State Senate. <laughs> Actually, no. It passed the Senate. It it hasn't. It can't get through the House for whatever reason. Uh, so we are getting close to the noon hour. Any any thoughts on the hurricanes before? Go Canes is my thoughts. Go Canes. Um, Woo! Like I said, you know, we had a couple t- tough injuries. We are maybe a touch behind the eight ball when it comes to figuring out chemistry, as we've lost a couple of our best players, and they've basically been replaced with. Guys who are very young and were brought up from the AHL and our affiliate, the Chicago Wolves. But it's hockey. We got a good coach, and we don't quit. We don't quit. We ain't got no quit in us. So, go Canes. Go Canes. Woo! Awesome. It, it could happen. Let's just let's just have a good time and remember that. Hey, man, we're good. Yeah. We'll be good next year, too. Yeah. We're out of the dark days. Well, let's bring you on in a few weeks after the playoffs. Let's hope the Canes go. Yeah. Let's let's hope the Canes go and, you know, have a good, strong run, at least. And make make a make a run for the Cup. Why not? You know? Fingers crossed. And then whatnot, right now, let's bring you on back in uh, in a few weeks and, and do, like, a just, just, just a postseason wrap-up. All right. So, controversial topic. Uh-oh. Scorpions or Petey Pablo to play us out? Petey Pablo. All yeah, right, here we go. This is Raise Up. You're listening to Lawn Arts Radio here on Little Worldly Radio. Raise up the faders! Woo! <laughs>